I think the goal was, uh, I mean, we'll tell you now, we were going to play both of them anyways. And that one kind of forced our hand. And we'll still kind of evaluate it and see what happens after. How's Diane feeling? Good. Yeah, Diane's good. And we got some young guys that, that were able to rotate in there, but Diane's good to go. What does this win mean to you? What was that? How big of a Oh, we'll see. We got to just keep building on it. I mean, we had a fumble in the red zone that I didn't like, you know, and um, but I like the way our, our aggressive nature, I like the way they're blocking, has some new bodies on in there. And I thought uh, Lopini and Siona did a great job running the ball. Yeah, I mean, I'd, you know, we obviously uh, we played a little bit different, unique de defense tonight. And um, I don't know if it caught uh, Utah State off guard, but uh, I like the, the fact that we made them earn it, and points is all I care about. So I'll take all those yards if they only get 14 points. What does the win mean to you coming in a rivalry game? I'm just happy for the players and the fans. So that's the guys worked hard, and I'm glad they they earned the win. So nothing, uh, nothing other than I'm a fan myself, and I, like I said before, I just have the best seat in the house. Did Jared suffer an injury in that touchdown run, that seven yards touchdown? You know, I don't know. I, I, I'll have to kind of review it and see. Um, I don't know. So. Like it might have been a helmet to helmet, not called. You really? Yeah. Someone should have told me, and I'd have taken the time out or asked the refs. But I don't know. I, I, I thought uh, it's a it's a violent game, and unfortunate part of it is sometimes injuries. And so we'll see how he progresses right now. And I just wanted to be healthy. That's the main thing. Baylor was Baylor was able to come in in the second half and engineer two straight sorry. I, I, I touchdown drives. Can you comment about his play? Please, sir. Yeah, he, it's what he's been doing. You know, he. I think he. Uh, Offensively, our guys are starting, starting to be, have a lot more confidence in themselves, and um, you know we. Like I said, I think, think he executed the plays well, well, but I also liked the way our O line protected him. You know, so I thought it was a good team effort, and offensively, all the guys did well. The screen plays are really nice because uh, one thing that the people don't talk about is the blocks downfield from the receivers, and that helps spring a lot of first down on, on a lot of big plays on the screen plays and everything that we had. Plus, it took some shots and it was successful there too. Yeah, last week we had the uh, last game we had first brother brother interception, and uh, we'll just keep recruiting more brothers and see what happens. Bonnie, how proud are you of this team right now? What's that? How proud are you? Oh, I'm just really happy for them, and these guys work really hard, and you know they, they believe in each other, and so uh, we'll just keep that culture going about loving and learning, and I just I've been really impressed with how these guys just they come to work every Monday where they're ready to go. What does it seem like with you and Gary? That's my guy, you know. So. Um, we told each other that we loved each other and um, good game, you know, but I'll be uh, texting him again, um, you know, probably tomorrow. And it's like the relationship I have with, with Gary and Kyle and a lot of people in the state that are coaching in other places I value. And so really important to me that, that uh, he knows that I love him. Have you ever been around a linebacker group that got more interceptions than this one does? Um, no, but I mean, these guys are all young too. So I think, uh, I think they all return next year. That's a good sign. You guys have been able to put up any points in the fourth quarter since USC. Um, and then tonight you were finally able to, to break that through. You had been outscored, I think, 69 to 22 in the fourth quarter throughout the season. What contributed to you finally being able to finish the game? I don't know. I think you got to evaluate it a little bit more. I mean, I, I think you give credit to the players, the teams that we played against and made some plays, more plays than we did. And, um, that helps us keep keep teams on on their heels a little bit, and um, we were able to, you know, I think we were able to do whatever we wanted offensively, and then 
defensively, we were able to tackle well. Last year, we didn't tackle these guys as well as we should have. And I, I mean, there's things that I think we can improve on defensively. Yeah, there, are, there are a lot of big plays that we gave up, but I thought for the most part, as the game went on, our guys got stronger, especially the three-man rush that we had. I, I, the defense has been working hard. Coach Tuyaki and Ed Lamb, General Guilford and Preston Hadley's done they've done an amazing job getting these guys ready and the players believe in what, what they put in front of them and away we go. That's it. All right. Next time let's dim the lights. I look better in the dark. Head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, now joining us from the Cougar locker room area on this very cool night here in Logan. Kalani, congratulations on another rivalry win. Thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun. Just happy that the players, you know, all the hard work paid off and made a lot of guys contribute to this win. I'm just happy that our coaches and our, our players, really happy for our fans. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of fans show up at this game. And so um, just uh, just wanted to let them know how much I th how thankful I am to them as they head home uh, tonight. So um, just happy for our fans that saw it on TV, too. It was a lot of fun. What does it mean to you to have your team 4-4 uh, four and four after a rough patch that dropped you to 2-4 and four a few weeks ago? You know, I, I just we're just going through it week to week and game to game, and and right now I like the momentum that we've created for ourselves uh, from from this game, you know, and the preparation these guys put together, and uh, just like the the way our guys played, fu fundamentally we played much better football, um, you know, meaning that we we tackled better, we blocked better, um, we had better assignments, and so I, I was really pleased with with that part of the game, and that's a Huge compliment to their coaches and, and the preparation that our players brought to this game. It was a lot of fun. You hoped at <coughs> halftime that uh, Jaron Hall's departure wouldn't be that big of a deal. It was big enough to keep him out of the game the rest of the way, and so you had to go back to Baylor Romney, who's now helped to beat ranked Boise State and had a great second half in helping you hold off Utah State. So we can clearly conclude that your quarterback position's in pretty good shape. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been really happy with them, uh, the whole group, you know, and uh, like I said, I, th I think uh, I mentioned earlier that A-Rod's done an amazing job with that quarterback position, and um, I, li I like the fact that they're getting the mentoring. I mean, Jaron was still involved on the sideline, and Zach was here tonight, so we had a lot of guys um, contributing and helping, and, and it wasn't just all the guys on the field. It was the guys that, that really worked together as a unit, and uh, Coach Grimes and, and uh, A-Rod's done an amazing job getting that position group and, and you know playing to their strengths. Kalani, switching over to the other side of the ball, 12 interceptions on the year as a defense, 10 of them by your linebackers, which is astounding. And I, I want to ask you about a specific technique because they got both the interceptions, the one was by Bo Tanner, but both your linebackers were able to sink underneath seam routes, which that is right in the quarterback's line of sight. It's not often that the underneath the linebacker picks off a seam throw, but it's happened multiple times over the course of the season, so it's got to be, you know, you've got to be teaching these guys something or feeding them something. How have they been able to be so productive where other linebacking cores uh, can't produce turnovers in those same situations? Well, I think the, the, the players work really hard at, at defending those seam routes, and when we're looking at different schemes that we're trying to run, uh, they know where the weaknesses are. And these guys study film, and they understand tendencies, but... More than anything, I, uh, the fundamental part of them, if you look at the, the catches that they made, they had to jump up in the air pretty high. And the reason why most linebackers aren't able to make that play is they're not in great football position. And our, our, our linebackers are in great position. Ed Lamb's done an amazing job with them. And, and uh, being able to, uh, to jump up in the air and, and, and really get those picks, you know, the, a, lot of, a lot of quarterbacks attack 
the seam routes because they can think they can throw it over the linebackers' heads, and our guys, most linebackers can't sky up like our guys do, and because they're usually backpedaling or dropping, and they're not in a good position to do it. And and the, our guys are just really smart. They understand the game, you know, and they understand the whole game plan. We shared the whole entire game plan with the defense going into this game that, that I thought it was important that they knew why we were doing certain things, and they bought into it. And they were coming off the sideline telling us what they wanted to see and things that they wanted to make make happen. And we had some great uh, adjustments that we did at, at, at halftime, you know. And there's a lot of I- intricate parts of the of the, uh, of the of the game plan that, that it took all the assistance. You know, General Guilford had an amazing adjustment that we, we executed from uh, from halftime. And it's something that we installed, but it's something that we were able to draw back from in prepping these guys all the way from fall camp. And so we've established a great foundation, and it's important now that we build on it and demand more from these guys because they, they can do it, you know. And uh, a lot of people say your, your linebacker shouldn't be getting those seams. Well, we're going to keep doing it until someone proves that we can't, you know. And that that's but the, uh, those guys have done an amazing job. We've used a lot of linebackers, and they all come back next year, so I'm excited about it. Coach, how big was it to shut out this Utah State team in the second half after three weeks of giving up leads in the fourth quarter, Toledo USF, and then you know Boise State outscoring 15 to nothing in the fourth quarter of last, where they had their chances, right? The muffed punt returned over, yet Austin Kofensis comes in, forces a fumble. You get the ball right back to hold that second half shutout and uh, put an exclamation point on on this team. How big was that for you guys? Yeah, it was it was really big for us, and and that's why we took the timeouts. We wanted to make sure that our guys, you know, if they're going to throw the ball then I'm going to make sure that our defense is in a good position to, to at least be um, be you know, not be tired and, and ex- execute the defense that we're going to call and, and so um, you know it was important that we get that stop and, and even on the I, I've been impressed with the defense if you if you watch earlier we our first turnover was in the red zone and once it happened all 11 guys were on the field it went to the TV timeout but all our guys are their, their response is amazing, which means like this is this is an opportunity for them to go and make a play and, and get it back, you know. And I love that mentality, and that's a huge, huge, you know, just a compliment to our leadership on our team and and the guys just believing in each other and getting and getting each other's backs, you know. So uh, we talked about being aggressive on offense and defense, and sometimes that happens. You're going to get some turnovers, and defense is going to have to find a way to get on the field and get it back. And these guys believe in each other, and they made it work, and I was just really, really happy for them. And, and I'm just pleased to be their coach and, and honored that I get to see them work like this. As we head to break, I'll throw a couple numbers at you, and then we'll, uh, we'll step away for a second. So Utah State had won 10 straight home games. And in all 10 of those games, they scored at least 34 points. They scored t- 14 tonight. In, all 10 of those, in, in, in five of those 10 games, they'd scored 60 or more points. They were at 14 again tonight, and in all those 10 wins, they won by double digits. They lose by 28 tonight. You did something that, that a really good football team doesn't see done against it too often. Yeah, and I thought I thought uh, their quarterback is he. You know, we did a, a lot of things to try to take away his first look, and um, you know, he did some really good things tonight that that. Uh, that you know made us pay a little bit, and we had to really reel back a little bit. But I thought it was important to get to them, and, and and we knew going into the game that eventually we could wear them down. If you're looking at, I don't know how many plays they had on offense, but it was well in the 80s, I think, maybe 89 or so. And you can get 14 points. That's all that matters, you know. And and I don't really care how many yards they get if they if they run 80 80 to 90 plays. So uh, points is all that matters, and that's what the focus on the game plan was going to be this week. And I'm just glad that our guys are able to execute that in the second half. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake joining us from the Cougar locker room area on this uh, very cold night. Uh, too early to say what the expectations are uh, for Jaron Hall and what we might look for next week or weeks ahead with your quarterback spot, Kalani? 
Yeah, I think I think um, you know right now uh, looking at, at Zach, he's able to do a lot more things than he did last week, and so we'll see what happens in the next little bit. I mean, it really goes day to day for him. And then Jaron, we, we're gonna we're gonna just listen to our medical staff and then go off of them. You know, it's important that that we keep him healthy, and um, so we'll see how that goes. I I actually thought that he was going to be able to come back in the game, but didn't pass protocol, and um, that's okay. We're we're gonna. Always err on the side of safety for our players. BYU's uh, Lopini Katoa ends up as the leading receiver. Not every game that a running back uh, ends up with the most yards and by a bundle. He goes four for a buck twenty-nine tonight. The big play, that seventy-seven yarder that set him up uh, for his own touchdown run a couple of plays later. Lopini played very, very well this evening. He did, and you know, it kind of felt like a uh, like a flashback type of game when you're used to seeing guys like Matt Bellini make those mm-hmm. plays. You know, and I think um, being able to utilize the, the running back as a receiver is a big plus for us when you have guys like Sione Finau and Lopini Cato. And, uh, you know, they have a great, they do a great job of just feeling plays out and they catch the ball really well. So, um, you know, the more we can utilize all our weapons, the better. And it just happened that our running back was able to get more yards this game, you know, and, and might be a tight end, was tight end last week. And um, just got to keep it rolling. I think it's important that we use all the weapons, and I love what our offense staff has done. And I love the way Sione is running right now. 15 carries to lead your team tonight for 72 yards, a long <laughs> of 28. He's a banger. He is, and, and got such a great feel for the game, you know, and uh, uh, he has great, uh, great athleticism in his family. So, you know, being first cousin of Jabari Parker and his mom's a Boha. So he's got a uh, great talent on both sides, and he's a tough kid. And, and uh, I was really impressed with their ball security with, with Sione and Lopini with all the amount of shots that, you know, the Utah State forces a lot of turnovers, and these guys were able to hold on to the ball for the most part. Kalani, talk about the boys in the trenches on both sides of the ball. The offensive line is the foundation. They were getting great push today, and I think both of the last weeks we've really seen them provide a platform on which the quarterback, running backs, and wide receivers can make a lot of game-changing plays. And then tonight, a marked difference from previous games in the season where you played a majority of a three-man front. Tonight you were able to make Jordan Love feel uncomfortable, get home twice for two sacks, uh, and really play solidly with a majority three-man front. Yeah, I thought then, you know, just getting in the passing lanes for uh, Jordan Love's passing lane was able to, you know, our three-man front was able to do that, disrupt, and they knew it was going to be a battle going into this game, that we were going to require them to do this. Um, and, and, you know, we were mixing up a little bit, pressures here and there, but Jordan Love's so good, he was able to sniff them out and get the ball out pretty quick and make us pay. And um, But I, I think the the further the game went on, the longer it went on, our guys got stronger and stronger, and and uh, Ituyaki's done an amazing job getting those guys ready. And, you know, we didn't have Zoe tonight, which really hurt, but I thought the other guys really stepped up. We went to our depth a little bit on, on D-line. Those guys showed up. And then, you know, O-line-wise, uh, true freshman played at right tackle again, did some good things, you know. And so we, we're, we're getting some guys back, but um, got Keanu back. But I think for the most part, we're still starting to see a lot of these young guys really step up and make plays. And I've just been really happy with them and, and the, the confidence that they're starting to get, you know, going into the season. And, for the, especially the last couple of weeks, they, they've, they've been lacking some confidence earlier on when we played Toledo and South Florida, and now they're starting to feel it and starting to understand the game and, and meeting the demands for their coaches. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. And we're getting it from all three phases, but we knew going to this game, O-line, D-line was going to have to dominate. So what's this team becoming in your eyes right now, Kalani, through eight games? Well, I just like the fact that these guys have so much faith in each other and they're working really well together. The culture and the team has been all about loving each other and learning as much as we can to get better. And uh, the one thing I can say is we're getting better every week. And, and, and the fact that we're able to do it after wins, 
you know, and have these guys really look at it. I mean, even tonight before I got on the headphones, the players were talking about how they wish they could have done this, wish they could have done that. And that's a really fun thing to work with when coaches aren't the ones trying to make corrections. The players are taking the initiative themselves. And, and uh, when you have that going on, man, it's going to be really, really special. Our guys work really hard, study film, and they've really put in a lot of the work. And I, I'm so proud of our players. Well, Kalani, congrats to you and the boys again. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Go Cougs. Thank you to all the fans. Appreciate you guys. Love you.